0: hello lords and ladies and welcome to make it a popcast is um ivy lord evan of popcastington
1: and ivy lady katie of um my bedroom (laughs) (laughs) so what (laughs) i improv
0: so katie how's it going what's up with you what are you up to in life
1: Great, I'm working as per usual. I'm actually really busy this week, so um, yeah, I'm just trying to survive to be honest and I'm very full of pasta at the minute. How are you Evan?
0: So yeah, I'm stressful home life, work yeah. as well, working from home. My house is very <laughs> packed at the moment. It's very stressful oh. and one thing I'm trying to do is uh, I'm trying to reduce my screen time so I'm trying uh, to use social media a whole lot less. It, it's very difficult for me because I'm such an addict to it. I think we all are at this point. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm trying to put down the screen to pick up a book, you know, pick up more books. I'm reading yes. The Woman in the Window. I'm more than halfway through it. And actually, there's a few books over there in my pile. So there's Lolita, there's Bossy Pants, which is Tina Fey's autobiography. And there's actually a book that has inspired what we're talking about today. And what is that, Katie? Mm-hmm.
1: So today we are going to talk about Bridgerton. Bridgerton is a romance period drama set in Regency era London, eighteen thirteen, and it centres the aristocratic Bridgerton family. And um, so, yeah, let's just get into it, Evan. What is your history with Bridgerton?
0: So, you—I mean, you know me, but if you don't know me, you'll know that I am a huge fan of Derry Girls. Yes. And Nicola Coughlin, who is in Bridgerton and who's in Dairy Girls, was posting about this on her Instagram nonstop when they were filming it back in yeah. January of 2020. She was saying like what her character's name was. She was showing the costumes. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I knew that it was produced by Shonda Rhimes, who, if you don't know, is the woman behind uh, Grey's Anatomy, How to Get About Murder, Scandal.
1: Oh, no. this was her first Netflix show, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, she has a deal going with Netflix now and Bridgerton is one of, I believe, 18 projects. Wow. Yeah, so my history with Bridgerton was obviously just hearing about Nicola Coughlin talking about it nonstop and she still does it anyway. Um, yeah. I love her though. <laughs> a- yeah, uh, and I remember when the trailer came out, I was just looked at it and I was like, not really my buzz. I'm not into mm-hmm. period dramas. I'm like... BBC are known for rolling them out and they're always crap yeah, um yeah and uh but then I watched this my mom watched this before me it was like you need to check this out and I'd been staying in our house for a few days she's like no you need to watch Bridgerton and I'm like okay I'll watch it and <laughs> I I remember the time it's like it's like Downton Abbey meets Gossip Girl I'm like mm, maybe it'll be good and then I <laughs> watched it and I loved it
1: yeah I was kind of similar I'd seen Nicola posting it and then um, like I didn't even watch the trailer to be honest so I was like nah not my jam not watching it and then I had to because of the lovely panorama we are currently living in Um, I had to isolate so I was like right you're just you're watching Bridgerton and um, <laughs> I had to isolate with my friend and like we were in separate households but we both had to isolate and we were all watching it together so it was good um because if you don't know me uh, which is most of you don't I can't watch tv shows like if I find it really difficult so the fact that I watched this one and a half times we'll get into that <laughs> um is is really good but um yeah I just I had to isolate and I gave it a go and I loved it, I was hooked, I couldn't stop I think I finished it in, in oh, a week, which is record time for me, like record
0: Yeah, I was the same, it's a very long show, that's what I say
1: mm, Yeah
0: so, so How
1: did you find the fourth episode, Evan?
0: How did I find the first episode? Well, I'm going to recap the first episode and the entire series, yeah. so there are spoilers and we're going to be talking about some of the more adult themes, so the bit of a warning for that as well Um. Yeah so the first episode i found the first okay watching it the first time i was confused (laughs) watching it the second time trying to take notes i was even more confused (laughs) i was like it took me so it's an hour 58 minutes is the length of the first episode and me trying to take notes with a five-year-old running into the room i'm like um okay who is this who is this and i'm like what what's happening and oh my god in like one minute penelope's on screen next thing simon's on screen and then who's this other girl it's like it's very it's a lot
1: it takes time to get used to it it does
0: yeah so as mentioned i'm gonna recap the first episode katie are you ready
1: i am ready take it away
0: so episode one of bridgerton is titled diamond of the first water Uh, So Bridgerton is set in 1813 takes place in Grosvenor Square and there are two families first family we meet are the Featheringtons their mother is Portia Featherington or we're going to refer to her as Lady Featherington and her husband Lord Featherington their eldest daughter is Prudence Featherington middle child Philippa and the youngest is Penelope who's played by Nicola Coughlin yeah and uh, the other family is the Bridgertons. So they are led by their mother, Violet, uh, Lady Bridgerton, who and their father has sadly passed away at this time. Um, the children, uh, the old children from oldest, youngest go Anthony, Benedict, Colin, Daphne, who's going to be the main focus, Eloise, yeah. Francesca, Gregory and Hyacinth. So they're all getting ready to go to this uh, big debutante ball. It's the first event of the debutante season. So Eloise yells for Daphne. And uh, pe- when they're leaving the house, Penelope and Eloise wave to each other from across the way. Yeah. So uh, Lady Bridgerton asks, uh, where is Anthony? Because he's meant to be escorting uh, Daphne to the debutante ball. But he's very busy against a tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so everyone's at this event and it's being hosted by queen charlotte mm-hmm. so uh the queen is first introduced to the Fedington girls she, she doesn't really take to them but she's very taken with daphne and this is when lady whistledown the narrator of the series says the brighter a lady shines the faster she may burn
1: yes
0: so the How everyone gets their news or their gossip is through this newsletter called Lady Whistledown. She's kind of like the gossip girl of the season, if you will. Yeah. So, and Lady Whistledown reports that Daphne is named the Diamond of the First Water, meaning she's the most sought after girl in the debutante uh, season. Mm -hmm. And the Featheringtons are preparing for the arrival of their distant cousin, Marina, So Penelope uh, volunteers to sit the debutante season out, to focus on her studies, but her mom is like, "That's not happening," you know.
1: Yeah.
0: No, not in that day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Portia, who's Lady Featherington, uh, describes Marina Marina to I believe it's one of the servants as a third class poor farm girl, but then Marina walks in and everyone is so taken with her because she's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So the next scene, we're introduced to Simon Bassett, played by Regé-Jean Page. Uh, and he, he greets Lady Danbury at her palace. Palace? Let's go, palace. Mm. <laughs> it's a castle. <laughs> he informs her he's only back in London to deal with his father's affairs. And he decides to not attend the event that she's hosting that night. But she denies his regrets.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, uh, Anthony is having a secret relationship with Sienna Russo. Russo. Uh, she's an opera singer. And then in my notes, I just have they're so naked. Oh, so naked! in the first
1: scene we see them.
0: So, uh, at Danbury House, it's the season's opening ball, and they, the lady Whistle Down in her narration says, "These girls have been raised and trained since birth for this moment." so Lord Ambrose is pursuing Daphne however Anthony is not a big fan of him and disapproves completely and Anthony is basically spending all this time looking out for Daphne
1: yeah
0: so Daphne and her brothers uh, encounter Lady Danbury Uh, Colin displays interest in Marina and Lady Featherington is not okay with Marina taking the attention away from her daughters So uh, the debutantes uh, see Simon and they start competing for his attention because he's good looking. (laughs) He's a handsome man.
1: He is a handsome
0: man. Right. So Daphne is at the drinks table and is being pursued by Nigel Bearbrook. And he is creepy and weird. And she runs into Simon. So Daphne wants to know Simon's name. He is surprised that she doesn't know who he is. And she's offended by his remarks. So Anthony and Simon know each other from their days in Oxford and she realises he is the Duke of Hastings. They leave him to it and a look is exchanged between Daphne and Simon. Anthony wants Daphne to leave in order to leave them wanting more. So then it cuts to the next day and Daphne awakes and is excited because she thinks that she's going to get all these suitors coming into the drawing room. Um, The Feathering Girls are waiting in their drawing room for their suitors but the suitors are there for Marina instead. Yeah, you'd be raging. <laughs> You're one of the feathered ones, like. <laughs>
1: that be maybe in the drawing room. i like, one oh, day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, the drawing room of Bridgerton House currently emptier than the muddled head of the dearest, dearest King George, according to Lady Whistledown. <laughs> uh, Daphne's uh, only suitor to show up is Lord Bearbrook. And she's not buzzing about that.
1: No. I wouldn't be either. (laughs) No offence.
0: No offence. Violet (laughs) uh, kicks uh, Eloise out because she wants uh, Daphne and Lord Bearbrook to get to know each other. He insists that they were destined for each other, but she is not having any of it. Marina is still being pursued and Penelope has a crush on Colin Bridgerton. Ah, He's cute. cute. It's sweet. It is sweet. Yeah. Uh, so Daphne is angry at uh, Lady Whistledown and her brother. She feels she has been deemed unsuitable. She feels it would be easier if she was not a Bridgerton.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the Duke has no plans of ever marrying. Anthony and Simon talk about women. Anthony also does not want to marry, to, which would be a big disapproval on his family's part. So uh, Penelope is, appears jealous of Colin and Marina as they get to know each other. And Lord Featherington is also looking at them. And I'm like, is he jealous or is he protective?
1: Yeah.
0: It's a weird, weird line. Um, So Violet encourages Daphne to go with Lord Bearbrook. Uh, Queen Charlotte throws some shade at Daphne. Why is that in my notes? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lady
0: Danbury invites uh, Daphne and Violet to sit with her um we learned that uh simon's mother is no longer living uh marina uh throws her sheets on the floor and we'll find out why in a moment and then there's a dinner scene between the uh bridgertons and the duke so they're disgusting whistledown's identity who could be is it one of the featheringtons who could it be who could it be who is
1: it who could it be
0: So Byleth and Anthony um, argue over Simon as Daffy's suitor. Uh, she knows of his relationship with, uh, with the opera singer and knows his plan to not marry. So uh, Anthony ends sings with uh, Sienna and she is raging. As you will be. As you would be. Whilst uh, talking to Colin, Penelope gets drink poured on her by Lady Coper. Uh, Colin uh, dismisses Lady Cowper and dances with Penelope instead. Simon arrives and is instantly compared to his father. Um, Verley, who is the Featherington's maid, finds Marina Sheets and tells Lady Featherington. Uh, Anthony informs Daphne she is to marry Lord Bearbrook and Daphne, of course, does not want to do that. Lady Featherington is shocked to find out that Marina has not bled on her sheets. Which means Marina is pregnant. Yes. Lord uh, Lady Fen- Lady Featherington wants rid of her, and uh, uh, she slaps Marina. So Daphne informs Lord Bearbrook she will never marry him. Um, and Simon's also in the garden. Um, and Lord Bearbrook starts to force himself upon Daphne, and Daphne punches Lord Bearbrook. Simon is very impressed with Daphne and her um, uh, uh, ability to throw hands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, da- uh, yeah, and it's in this time, if, if you were alone in the garden with a man, it was deemed unsuitable. Yeah. Oh,
1: so, God, that-
0: so Simon does not want to marry. Daphne wants to find a, su- a suitor that she deems appropriate. So they had to plan together to pretend that they are together. It will benefit them both. The two dance and Lady Whistledown reports on this, and that is the end of episode one of Bridgerton.
1: Thanks for
0: the recap, Evan. Yeah, that was
1: a lot. Uh, I was like, how is he going to do like an hour?
0: I feel like I flew through that but you know it's good. It It
1: was actually like a very decent recap so well done because I wouldn't have been able to do it.
0: So yeah so what let's just talk about the series and talk about the episode and you know just talk about Bridgerton. Yes. So.
1: Right. My hot take from this is could they have gotten a more beautiful cast? The Mm. whole cast was beautiful. Yeah. single person and that just straight out of like a book.
0: I know, my god um, I mean reggae jean Page, very handsome man, Phoebe very... Deniver, who, fun fact if you don't know this, Phoebe Deniver's mom is Sally Deniver, as in Sally Webster Incarnation Street.
1: My mom told me that when we were watching it we were re-watching it and I was like what? My mom, we should get my mom on this podcast because she <laughs> knows so <laughs> much about
0: culture. <laughs> absolutely absolutely, come on uh yeah and she's going to pete davidson now i just want to be a fly in the wall at that dinner table
1: oh she is oh my god yeah oh she's like a porcelain doll though she's beautiful she
0: is she is i mean everything i i love this series although it's not perfect and it still has a long way to go i do love it and it is very it's not what i expected it to be
1: no, like, I really, like, I have to say, no excuse the pun, but I did judge a book by the cover, like, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna watch that, like, hmm. I can barely watch, I don't know, popular shows, you know what I mean, like, never Yeah, mind. I know it was popular from the get-go, but, like, like I haven't watched Breaking Bad.
0: I know you are right. Neither I. Oh
1: wow. wow! You're the fourth person to not judge me for that.
0: <laughs> I watched the first episode. It was not good. Uh, Breaking Bad episode coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> it just
1: flies. Nothing. <laughs> um. Yeah. So no. But like, other than that, it was it was a very enjoyable watch. But I will say, um, it was slow for me.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. It takes a while to get going. I would say it get going around episode three or four, I want to say.
1: Yeah. And the episodes are long. Yeah. Like, as in, I know they're long, like they're an hour. Technically they're long, but you could watch a show that's an hour and a fly in, but they're like, you feel, you feel the hour.
0: It's a pacing problem, really.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: It's definitely a pacing problem. So yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful cast. It's so incredible to look at and when i say like the visuals and everything we'll talk about the costumes because there's a lot to say on that
1: yeah well like, yeah even the set like on the where, out like the locations were amazing
0: yeah i mean look if you need people for season two we're here um i will wear <laughs> i will wear a corset if you need me to it's fine
1: <laughs> i'll be a stable boy I, I don't mind i really don't mind I look after the horses,
0: absolutely, absolutely. So, Bridgerton, uh, to some of our thoughts on the series, and uh, we're going to talk about obviously a bit more about the series, but to some of that, we do enjoy it, but uh, you know, it ha- has a long way to go. It does. So, something that everyone kind of took away from this series was the racy elements of Bridgerton, yeah. Once it gets to like episode five or six, you're like, oh, this is non-stop. I'm like, I can't watch this with granny. Like oh, yeah. she's going to choke on where those originals. Like, come on.
1: <laughs> I was going to say something really inappropriate. Oh my God. Me, so, um, <laughs> you know what I was going to say. Anyone that knows me knows what I was going
0: to oh, say. my dear Jesus. <laughs> so yeah so the racy scenes uh so they've they've sparked a lot of a lot went, in, about went into them
1: no don't say that
0: i didn't know i was to say that.
1: <laughs> no but yeah they they spent a lot of time filming racy scenes <laughs>
0: So, yeah, so they've been a big talking point for fans. So, Bridgerton fans actually, when they got to episode six, they got episode six trending along with another trend that says, Don't watch with mum.
1: Yeah, I remember that. I
0: mean, you know, you're going to get. I didn't
1: watch that one with me, mum, Thank God.
0: <laughs> you don't want to be making the safety cups of tea. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, so as well, Reggae, jean Page and Phoebe Duniver were instructed by an intimacy coach. Oh. Yeah, I feel like I have a quote here from, yeah, I have a quote here from the executive producer. So this is my, uh, they say, this is my first time working with an intimacy coordinator. I'm so happy that this role is becoming more commonplace on set because we never would have been able to do the show without our team of intimacy coordinators. There's a team. (laughs) Our approach- Wow, that just goes to show. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, uh, (laughs) our approach to every intimate scene began with a conversation between myself, the director of the episode and our intimacy coordinator. We would talk about what we wanted emotionally from the intimate scenes and what story we were really telling we do have a lot of sex on the show and (laughs) nothing's gratuitous uh there's no scene where we're having our characters have sex just to be having sex we're always pushing the narrative forward and telling a story through the scenes now there's a whole montage in there that just sticks has been stuck in my head ever since like John page's bare bottom is in my head yeah. Like, it's not, I'm not sure. complaining. I'm not complaining. It's beautiful. I was going
1: to say, it's not a
0: bad sign. All bodies are beautiful, and it's just it sticks in there. <laughs> it just so
1: happens that he is, is extraordinarily beautiful. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> so, uh, as well, uh, there's a sex scene that caused a lot of controversy where uh, Daphne wants to conceive a child. So she decides to overtake um, Simon and uh try to you know get pregnant um
1: yeah that made me uncomfortable
0: yeah now the thing is they toned it down for the series because in the book it's rape like i'm not i'm not going to sugarcoat it it's rape
1: well it also is in the series yeah
0: yeah Yeah. in the book it's much worse because you know i believe believe simon's asleep when it's happening
1: oh okay right okay
0: so, as well, uh, Netflix had to <laughs> file many lawsuits with X rated websites over pirated sex scenes from the show ending up in their <laughs> websites.
1: Oh my God.
0: Which light like, is it not?
1: Why am I not? Yeah,
0: is it not easier? They tried to do that with another show, uh, a show called Sense 8, which is another Netflix show that had a lot of um, sexy scenes in it. And when the show got canceled uh, appointments, mm. I tried to t- take it on for like a fourth season or whatever. I have to say like, oh is, it not God, easy- mad,
1: you know.
0: is it not easier to watch on Netflix? Because like, I feel like it's more accessible.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So uh, next thing I want to talk about is the costumes. Where am I looking here? So uh, the costume uh, design took five months before filming to finish. There were over 7,500 pieces made from scratch. And this includes clothing and accessories uh, and this made up 5,000 costumes. That's incredible. I know. So, um, Phoebe Duniver alone had 104 costumes worn on screen.
1: That just sounds tiring. I
0: know, sorry, but uh, Ellen (laughs) Mirojnik, who um, designed the costume, she took inspiration from pieces of art from the Regency era, as well as some uh, Christian Dior pieces from the likes of the 50s and 60s. Katie, okay, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I thought you stopped there for a sec, but it's fine. We're going to keep going. So, um, okay. Ellen muralchnik also experimented by layering fabrics and embellishing them. And uh, Daphne in the series is seen wearing lots of blues, silvers and greens. But as she gets older, the colours become uh, duskier. She begins as a porcelain doll and becomes a woman
1: yeah she does
0: actually by the end Mm. very very impressive
1: there is a lot I will say there is a lot of character growth in this
0: very much so yeah yeah who's your favorite character actually
1: oh I think it's Eloise
0: oh yeah I love Eloise it's either Eloise or Penelope
1: yeah, e- either of them for me too, but I think it's Eloise for me. I don't know. I feel like I just, I connect with her or something. I, I relate.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so another thing about the um, costume design is the Featheringtons. They are considered new money and their colours are overly citrus and she wants her daughters to be seen. And this is why they're in lots of yellows and things like that.
1: Yeah, bright, kind of, look at me, colours.
0: Yeah, so as well, another interesting element of Bridgerton is the music.
1: Yeah, I remember before I watched, I heard a lot about the music and um, some people were loving it and hating it. It's basically just classical versions of new music, but I loved it.
0: Yeah, uh, it is really good to kind of stick on when you're reading a book or whatever. So um, just... Yeah. About the music, Chris Bowers oh. uh, he composed uh, the soundtrack with 19 songs, and the compositions were recorded from home due to the pandemic.
1: Oh wow! So I think, they, like I don't even think about this stuff You just blow my mind every podcast.
0: <laughs> wow. <Whoa. laughs> yeah, no, but like uh, they did that at home, and then it just came together. Um, so the idea of covering modern pop songs was inspired by the use of classic rock in the 2001 movie A Knight's Tale. Okay. So some of the songs featured are Ariana Grande's Thank You Next, Maroon 5's uh, Girls Like You, Billy Eilish's Bad Guy, Taylor Swift's Wildest Dreams. Yeah. These are just some of the songs. And I, I remember watching one of the scenes and it was like bad guys playing and I was like, is that is that what I think it is
1: (laughs) of course you would (laughs) of course
0: of course so we are moving on now as I mentioned there will be spoilers so at the end of season one episode eight it was revealed that Lady Whistledown was Penelope Featherington Katie how did you feel about this reveal
1: I loved it. I was so I was like, yeah, of course you are, 100%. <laughs> I seen it and I didn't see it. For a long, long, long time, I thought it was Eloise. Mm. For a long time, I thought it was her.
0: Yeah, I didn't think they were going to reveal at the end of season one. Now, maybe they didn't realise they were going to get three more seasons. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so I was kind of like, oh, I knew it. I knew it because there's a <laughs> scene with uh, penelope featherington
1: yeah i know what you're going to talk about anyway go on
0: what do you think well i'm talking about when she's reading the book and it's a handwritten book oh wait what scene are you thinking of
1: I just I can't I can't remember like I didn't write down like what it was, but um she said something and I was like, Hmm, is it you? And then I just kind of was like, No, maybe it's not. I don't know, something in my mind was just like, No, it's not her, it's not her and then it was and I was like, Whoa, sneaky.
0: Yeah, no, it is a, it is a great reveal and um as well when she's trying to like th- Eloise thinks it's Madame Delacroix, the seamstress. Yeah, another one of my favourite characters actually because I love that actress from Two Pints of Lager and a Packet of Crisps oh okay Uh, yeah uh, so she thinks and I think it's not clear to me in that 8th episode does Eloise realise that she's made a mistake that it's not Madame Delacroix or does she realise that it's actually Penelope right yeah so I'm like "Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. the cogs
0: were turning but what was the result you know yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm dying to figure out, dying to see season two, just to see what Penelope's gonna get up to next. Which, uh, so that brings yeah. us into. So, ooh, no, go ahead.
1: At the end of see episode eight, who knows Penelope is lady whistle then?
0: I don't think anyone knows. Just us. I think just us but yeah, then I, just us, part yeah. of me is like does Eloise realise that it is Penelope or does she realise that maybe. she made a mistake and it's not Madame Delacroix
1: maybe maybe yeah could be that actually um you know I just wanted to because like yeah I'd say they're gonna play on that a lot
0: yeah yeah I'm actually sure that's Eloise is. Eloise is her best mate as well you'd be raging like yeah it's like pretty little liars. It's like everyone is A. And I'm like, oh, seven years.
1: <laughs> yeah, except you didn't know who A was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this brings us into so there was we a lot know. of there's a lot of speculation around the identity of Lady Bustledown. And there's a lot of theories for season two. Are you ready to discuss these theories?
1: Yes, go for it.
0: So um, if the series is going by the order of the books, then season two will revolve around Anthony and his uh, relationships or lack thereof. Yeah. So as well, um, Edmund Bridgerton, who is the Bridgerton father who sadly passes away before the show. He was sung by a bee. That's why there's a lot of references to like bees and stuff. There's some bee brooches. I think there's a scene where there's a bee on a flower at the end of the series
1: oh, okay.
0: yes. Yeah, right. so we'll learn more about uh, Edmund's death because apparently he was stung by bees and he was allergic to bees and that will give us a bit of backstory on Anthony becoming the man of the house at 18.
1: right okay
0: so uh, another theory for season two proposes that Eloise is queer as she seems to focus yeah. a lot on female characters and hopefully she'll have a girlfriend.
1: I hope so, but I hope it's like tasteful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't want them to like, I don't know, overdo it or something. Maybe I don't know. I'm just Elo- a bit like
0: Eloise is underage, just to clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I think it'll be. I hope it'll be tasteful. Um. Mm. So, uh, we learn about. Ooh. So there's another theory that proposes that Benedict is gay because of his um, relationship with another man who is uh, gay. I can't remember What character is that? It's the painter, isn't it?
1: Who's Ben. The brother, yeah, it's the painter. And they were, he, it was the one he criticised his paintings and he invited him to the thing. And um, he was like, live a little and stuff. But he had a wife who uh, Benedict slept with.
0: Did yes, we? yes, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I thought that from the get-go and then I was like, well, he has a wife. I d- I think he's gay.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I hope and I hope they do it better than they did with the painter. Yeah. That's, hope. I mean, we'll get into that. We'll get into the crit- we're going to come on to the criticisms next. Um. So uh, another theory will propose that Marina's father will be the Heir to the Featheringtons' fortune,
1: because Lord Featherington.
0: Yes. Passed. Yeah. So. Yeah. So and Lady Featherington will not be, uh, jolly with that. You know, she's not down with that. No. So the final theory uh, proposes that Lady Whistledown has an accomplice. So maybe Penelope is not working alone.
1: Um, Maybe not, because she knows a lot.
0: Yeah, it seems not. It it doesn't seem impossible, but it seems implausible, I would say. So I feel like that maybe there's someone in the Featherington side and then there's someone on the Bridgerton side.
1: Oh, yeah
0: i mean i mean we're gonna find out when we get cast in season two of bridgerton and you know ke is a stable boy and i am a debutante in a corset <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh it's so fitting to be
0: honest yeah <laughs> So, uh, Bridgerton, uh, although has a huge fan base and has gained a lot of praise from critics, it has also gained some criticism. So, Mm -hmm. these are just some of the criticisms that have uh, surrounded the show. So, there is the issue of race. So, the show appears to ignore the issue of race in a time where people of colour were not fully accepted by society. Critics have said that the show ignores any meaningful conversation that could have been had about race at this time.
1: It did, like, I I tried to touch on it, but it didn't do very well.
0: No, yeah, it just, I'm not saying, like, that Lady Danbury wouldn't have been a woman in power, like, she would have, but I think she wouldn't have been fully accepted by society, yeah
1: yeah and then, like they kind of mentioned it a little bit being like, uh, um like the queen paved the way for us, blah, blah, oh, yeah. and he and um Simon mentioned he uh, said, but he was like acknowledging it, but also like, I still' don't wear nothing kinda, you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
0: understand. so um another yeah. thing, criticism is the toxic romanticization. So the biggest thing yeah. highlighted about Daphne and Simon's relationship is their sex life. Their relationship has been compared to those in Fifty Shades and Twilight. Their passion trumps uh, health, reason, or any lack of connection between them. And both seem to lack that like, connection a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... And there, there was, was all... a... No, go ahead. What was it? I was going to say, like, there's a part of me that was like, Daphne's going to leave him, like, because he... Treats are like crap, like at, at one point, and then they make up, and I'm like, This yeah. isn't great.
1: No, no, and then, yeah, I don't know. There's just, there was, there's a lot of, um, one kind of say missed opportunities to talk about big topics, but I don't know, maybe it's coming in season two, it could be,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, another issue is. The underdeveloped class relations. So the show only portrays one class. So that's the likes of the Featheringtons and the Bridgertons who are from, they come from money. And any mention or portrayal of uh, anyone who's of a lower class, like the servants, is just brief and unnecessary. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like the only, like I mentioned one servant in my recap and that was uh, Mrs. Verley. Who's the, yeah. Featherington, the Featherington's maid? Like, you don't really see the servants.
1: No, but you see Daphne's girl a good bit.
0: Yeah, but do we know her name?
1: Um, I only got I'm Mrs. Sure Verdi. We were told, but I don't personally know. <laughs> <That's> um... <funny>. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, so then another... Uh, criticism is the weak queer inclusivity. So Benedict is teased as a gay character, but ends up with Madame Delacroix. Uh, but we only get one gay side character, who, as we mentioned, is the painter, and he's in. I think about two yeah. scenes.
1: Is he? Is, is he more?
0: Uh, yeah, he's in a bit, Yeah, but he's like barely in in it at all. Like, yeah, that's fair enough
1: um her name daphne's maid is rose
0: ah okay right well you know what i hope we get that uh, another storyline for a lot of the other servants because their stories are important too
1: yeah they are and hopefully like oh, i don't know like if you're listening to netflix sorry <laughs> you should definitely <laughs> because you're going <laughs> to go cast us background. in
0: bridgerton season two um
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh a girl can dream
0: Oh my God. You know what? If they're looking for extras and then we just get discovered as the stable boy and the debutante in a corset, I'm ready.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah we're ready. Just, we can do it.
0: I could use a corset because I have a lockdown body. So, James, oh <laughs> don't open for another month. Um, so, I want to talk about the success of Bridgerton because it is very successful. Yes. So, Bridgerton received an 89% rating on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: It
0: did. It did. Uh, I feel, yeah, I think that's an accurate rating, though. I don't think it deserves it any higher.
1: No. I, like, to be fair, I'm not being bad. Like, I really enjoyed it, but, like, 89 for Rotten Tomatoes is a bit high.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I'd maybe give it, like, an 80, if I'm honest. (laughs) Like you know, take. I mean, it's great, but take it down a little bit, you know.
1: I think, I think what this is. It was like, um, like a lot of young people seeing this, and it was like their introduction to period dramas. Do you know what I mean? It was kind of like their Downton Abbey. Like we grew up with, like, well, personally, I wasn't Downton Abbey and all this stuff.
0: Yeah, but it was around.
1: Yeah, um, and like when I was younger, I used to like it stuff. So, but I feel like it got so big because it was on Netflix. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and during the pandemic as well, like, and on Christmas day.
1: On and, and Christmas, yeah, I, that was weird as well. I seen mm-hmm. that, um. But what was I gonna say? I feel like say like imagine *Downton Abbey* had of like released on Netflix during a pandemic, it would have gotten probably a hundred. Yeah, I mean. It has- big fan base you
0: know what I mean yeah I mean a lot of shows that aren't necessarily Netflix originals when they do get put on Netflix um they you know they do get in this new following I mean it happened uh last year I believe when New Girl was put on Netflix and for suddenly everyone was talking yeah. about it and it's happened I think most recently with like Parks I'm and Rec the new love New Girl yeah. um and it happened obviously most recently with Parks and Recreation it, I mean if anything like that is like unfamiliar to someone, but maybe familiar to a certain fan base, goes on Netflix, it's gonna blow up. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely. I agree. So, yeah. We, obviously, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, on January 27, 2021, Netflix announced that 82 million households had watched the series in its first 28 days of availability.
1: Yeah, I have that written down as well. I was like, whoa, what
0: <laughs> Yeah, that makes it the most watched original series on Netflix yeah so uh this also has received some accolades so the afi awards it won top television program um reggae jean page won uh, outstanding actor in a drama series at the NAACP image awards and it's currently nominated for uh, three mtv movie and tv awards for best show best breakthrough performance for reggae jean page and best kiss for reggae jean page and phoebe deniver and it's also inspired a musical on TikTok.
1: Wow!
0: Yeah, so uh, Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear composed the Bridgerton musical for TikTok, and it blew up much like the Ratatouille musical.
1: Um, I'm, I'm living under a rock. Haven't in, seen.
0: In fairness, I wouldn't watch a whole musical on TikTok. Like, <laughs> true. So, this is Katie's favorite part of the show. Um.
1: (laughs) It is. (laughs) is.
0: So I quiz Katie on this week's topic, which is Bridgerton, because Katie, although she's very smart, although she knows a lot, some things just go over her head.
1: Straight through, to be honest, not even over. (laughs) In one ear, out the other.
0: Yes. So I have 10 questions for you. Are you ready to talk about, to answer questions about Bridgerton? Try my best. So... Lady Katie of Your Bedroom-Ith. is. is Simon's official title?
1: Um, The Duke of Hastings?
0: That is correct.
1: Is that right? Wow, I didn't know the title.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So question two, how does Simon's mother die?
1: Childbirth?
0: That is also correct.
1: Wow! Morb- I paid attention.
0: Morbid, but correct. You're only two questions in. <laughs> oh, stop! Give
1: me a <laughs> let so, me win. Question three:
0: Marina yeah. receives a letter from George, her overseas suitor, but who really wrote it?
1: Um, Lady then.
0: That is also correct.
1: Wow. <laughs>
0: okay uh which character hides their passion for painting and sketching
1: um oh we just said his name i'm after freaking
0: <laughs> he's the second eldest br- uh brother brother anthony's the eldest, and who's next
1: <laughs> the second oldest brother <laughs> no, um, my, my brain gone too much um i said his name about four times <laughs> Remember
0: Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch in Cumberbatch.
1: Ah, Benedict.
0: Yes, you got you got a life, you had a lifeline there. But they have it.
1: Thanks. Oh my God, we still have found a friend. To be honest, well, it will be you, but like still. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Zoom a friend. Okay. Uh true or false? Queen Charlotte was a real monarch who ruled England in
1: 1813.
0: Uh, true. Correct.
1: Wow, I didn't know that. I really guessed her.
0: Mm. Question six. How old is Daffy Bridgerton?
1: Um, I want to say... I don't know. I want to say 18. She's I 20. Like she's 21. Oh,
0: she's, 20. she's 21.
1: 21. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Right. So uh question seven it's multiple choice um where do simon and daphne honeymoon scotland canterbury cliveden or sussex
1: cliveden
0: that is correct
1: wow you're
0: doing so well oh my god
1: thank you i didn't think i was gonna do this
0: well <laughs> you're right you're doing well question eight who is the voice of lady whistledown
1: Oh, oh. Um. Uh, I was about to say the dumbest answer there ever. <laughs> I was fully going to say Maggie Smith. I don't
0: know. She's an old English actress, like so. She home.
1: is. She is. Um. Oh, I don't know. You're gonna have to tell me.
0: Judy Andrews.
1: I was going to say that, but then, (laughs) oh, my God, I was was like, is she not dead? What? (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask. It's been a long day. Question nine. She's not dead, guys. She's not dead.
0: She's not. We love Julie Andrews' episode coming soon. Um, We do. Yeah. Okay. uh, Question nine. Who does Eloise believe to be Lady Whistledown?
1: Delacroix. Correct. You kind of get me that one, but I didn't
0: know it. Yeah, I completely forgot that question was in there. To be honest, uh, final question: <laughs> Who informs Marina of George's death?
1: Um, um. I want to say Lady Fetherington, but. I feel like that's wrong.
0: No, it's actually George's brother Philip.
1: Oh, of the death! Oh my god, I forgot. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, I remember now.
0: Okay, you did very well. I'm very proud of you right now.
1: Thank you. I'm. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you're proud of me. You're getting it's better. Awesome you're
0: getting better week by week.
1: I just really paid attention to this one.
0: Mm. So uh so we are now going to rate Bridgerton on our pop scale. So we rate it out of five based on its place in pop culture and its overall quality and how we feel about it. So Katie, where is Bridgerton on your pop scale? Right.
1: Oh, this oh, this is a hard one. Um on my pop scale, I'm gonna place it at a good four point eight.
0: Okay. Do you want to explain why?
1: Yeah. I, give it, I give it a four, but I give it the point eight just because of like, I don't know why, I'm just a bit like weary about giving five because I'm I'm waiting for the five. Um, hmm. I don't know why, but uh, I am. I think just because like, I, I give it like maybe 3.5, and then it was so popular and probably still, and like in season two, so it's just going to be insanely popular again so yeah yeah, that's why i give it that
0: okay so on my pop scale i'm gonna place bridgerton at a three so yeah the reason why i'm placing it at a three it's been renewed for um three more seasons so we've, we're gonna get season two three and four um and i feel that it may go down the same road as maybe like a 13 reasons why
1: okay fair
0: yeah so it does have a long way to go and maybe it will surprise me now 13 Reasons Why is one book and Bridgerton is about nine books so you know yeah. so you know I still think it has a long way to go but I do enjoy it so I'm giving it a three
1: solid mm. solid ratings
0: so, Katie, uh, this is part of the show where we talk about what's popping with us. So when I say that, I mean what we are enjoying right now in pop culture. And what's po- so, Katie, what's popping with you?
1: Well, Evan, um, at the minute, the only thing popping with me is work. And um, I haven't had a minute, but I think I'll I'll give Animal Crossing a shout out this mm. episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped playing it for a long time because I got into um, Stardew Valley, but I've recently gotten back into it. So um, yeah, Animal Crossing's popping with me
0: this week. So here's what's popping with me. So on Friday, Disney Plus uploaded seven seasons of New Girl onto their system. Yes. Yes. So I am obsessed with New Girl. Um, If you didn't know, we should do an episode on that because that got me through some shit.
1: Yes. Anyway, actually, no, sorry. Okay. Mm. Everyone, sorry about my little brain fart there. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I'm watching New Girl now. So that's popping with me. I, oh. was watching like, I watched them last night. I'm only starting it, like, only on season two now.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: I know. And I keep forgetting to say it every week. Mighty Ducks on Disney Plus, the series.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I... Love it. I keep forgetting about it. See, this is what I mean by like I'm very smart and my brain retains a lot of information, but like it just sometimes I just forget. (laughs) Mm.
0: So yeah, that's what's happening with me is New Girl. I love New Girl. It got me through some shit and I cannot wait to do an episode on New Girl when we eventually do that.
1: We will. We will do it. Because it's coming. I'll watch it all and then we can do it.
0: Absolutely. So Katie, where can people find us?
1: People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Podcast, And you can also um, find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, if that's not where you're listening to us right now. And <laughs> Podbean.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Yours sincerely, Lady Whistledown.
1: Goodbye. <laughs>